Hey everybody, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, we're going to do what I like to call an update cast. We're going to talk about a bunch of random stuff that's happening in my neurodiverse, dyslexic, ADHD life. And hopefully some of those stories will really connect with you and you'll go, hey, that sounds like me or, you know, oh, I see what he's done there. That could be useful in my life. So we're going to dive into today's interesting and creative episode. Okay, let's dive into this podcast. So before I really get going, I just want to thank everyone for listening and for sharing the podcast. Um, I am not someone who starts a podcast off and says, please subscribe to my podcast or please share my podcast. But I do appreciate it when people do. And we've just crossed over 600,000 downloads worldwide, which is mind blowing to me. You know, when I started this, it was just me talking about my journey, what I'm learning about dyslexia, what I'm learning about neurodiversity and how it's affecting my everyday life and what I'm doing to tweak things to, to work for me. And I'm doing that in short, on average, 10 to 15 minute podcasts that are easy to consume. That was kind of the initial goal. And from there, we've, we've done a bunch of amazing interviews with awesome humans you know, I've had people reach out from Scotland to the United States, a lot in the US, through the UK, across Australia and New Zealand. And it's it's been amazing to hear the stories and the people that have just connected with what I'm saying. So thank you so much for uh, listening. Thank you for those that have supported us by downloading to-do list bingo and investing $7 in us. I really appreciate that. I love seeing people's to-do lists. So if you have done it and you've followed the method, take a photo, send it to me, makes my day. I swear it's just so cool. I love seeing it and people that are using it consistently. You know, it's great. To, it's great to help people grow and, and change the way they do things and have a positive impact. So thank you. And for all those who have done the Confident Dyslexic course or Truth About Dyslexia course, we keep tweaking the name. Um, thank you. you. You know, we've seen so much change in you guys and, you know, we're so proud of the work. And um, we will be looking to do a live version of it soon. So if you are interested, reach out. Um, those are always the best of the best. So uh, stay in touch with that. So I just want to say thank you, guys. It's um, it's just so awesome. That's what I wanted to start with. Secondly, the next thing I wanted to touch on is I mentioned a few podcasts ago I would be looking to trial ADHD meds again. Now, many probably two and a bit years ago now, I, I got diagnosed with ADHD. I went through the process of watching some videos, talking to some people, and by the end of those conversations, I was pretty sure I had, um, a, ADHD was part of my makeup, part of my mix. Many with dyslexia have ADHD as well. It can be undiagnosed. It could be just maybe on the cusp of being diagnosable. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's a big part of it for a lot of us. And there's a video we have on our website, remarkableminds.org, remarkableminds.org, in the blog. That's fantastic for watching. If you think you've got ADHD, it's absolutely amazing. It'll, um, it'll pretty much tell you if you have it or not. If you watch that video and you go, yep, that's me, it's quite likely you have ADHD as well. I found that the, such a much better way of doing it than any other. Um, and it was what clicked me to actually go and get tested. And so I went and got a clinical diagnosis. 
which to be honest is a psychiatrist sitting there with a checklist that could be done online and then going, yeah, you've got ADHD. Here's how we'd, we'd judge it. <laughs> it was quite amazing how simple the method was. Um, shows you how psychology is so different to like taking tests, physical tests. It's just so different. Um, but in essence, it was quite clear that it was part of my makeup. And at the time, this was just before COVID and all the craziness, I did, a, I did test stimulant medication. Now to a point it worked. Um, on other points, it was not as effective. Um, and I definitely found that after a few months of it, the side effects were not really good enough. Like I was struggling to sleep. I was having a few other issues. Um, and life at that time, and well, that time in my life was very up and down. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit everywhere, you know, between COVID. I think I was at the time I was breaking up with my partner. You know, in saying this, it was nearly three years ago. Um, as my timelines start to merge, where's the where have the years gone? Um, but you know, I was going through a lot of unstable areas, really. Like the world was bouncy at that time in my life. I was going through those excitement phases, you know, those dyslexic moments where you're so excited about something, and then you're so down about something else. The, the spikes were huge, and so I trialed the medication for four or five months, and by at a certain point, I just wondered if it was really working. I, it, you know, potentially in parts it was, but I just couldn't really, you know, I couldn't see the benefits, shall we say. And so I, I gave it a, a miss. But over the previous months, what I've kind of said to myself is, okay, I gave it one shot. I tried one type of medication. I didn't go back to the doctor. I did my, I went to the GP, who's our general practitioner, who doesn't really know what they're doing. They they just issue medication. And so I finally went back and saw a, a psychologist about a week ago, sat online for half an hour and just had a conversation about what worked, what didn't work in the past, because I had to do that to re-up my medication. And, you know, she, she offered and said, hey, you should look at trialing a different type and so I started on Rubifin, now I'm on Ritalin, which is the, the most famous of all, to see if it can work. So some long-acting Ritalin is what they've got me on to trial. Now, I'm on day two, so it's very early days, but I can say it didn't affect my sleep last night, which was pretty awesome. I am taking CBD at night to help me calm down and go to sleep, um, but that balance seemed to have worked. Now, I know it's only one night, but usually I would have thought the first night would have been where I'd have the biggest challenges with my body going, what is this stuff? So as long as I take it early enough, it seems to work. And I didn't have a massive crash in the evening, none of that. So that was positive as well. So a little ticks in the box. I will keep updating people on how this is going for me, but I can definitely say I got more done yesterday. I was more focused. It was like my body was doing what my mind was thinking. You know, sometimes it can feel like your brain is just not quite on par with your body. <laughs> it's like you sometimes can't, it feels a disconnect. Like there's a, a real, something's missing there. Whereas when I'm on this stuff, you know, it does mean that I can control my actions a lot more. It doesn't feel like my overthinking does go down a bit. And, you know, I can get clear on what I want and I can do it. 
I don't go, oh, I've got 10 things to do. I'm, I'm, I'm out of order. I kind of go, okay, let's go. <laughs> and so, yeah, like I won't spend this episode talking too much about the benefits of ADHD meds. Everyone is different. Everyone's got an opinion. Everyone will have a story about it to themselves, but I can only share my experience on this to be taken or not taken. But um, from me, first day is good. What will be interesting is to see, you know, two months down the track, do I attribute the change to it, which I always usually struggle with, um, and how long do I stick with it? And so, yeah, I'm going to test it, you know, be a guinea pig, you know, again, and hopefully it does add more benefit than it takes away. So that's positive. What else is happening in the world? You know, we're starting to get back into looking at how we can help more people uh, in the truth about dyslexia space. A lot of you have kindly joined our, our online group. Um, we're looking at how can we continue to create meaningful change. You know, we, we're we not, you know, here's, here's the truth, guys. We're, we're not massive influencers. This podcast I do because I love how it helps people. I love the feedback. I enjoy it. It's, it's free to the world to really, to gain, you know, a huge benefit from really. And I hope people share it for that reason because it adds value to their lives and they go hey if this helps one more person you know it's worth a share right when it comes to what can we do more in this space you know we're really sitting here going how do we do that and I thought I'd share my thoughts on this because like it's it's going through my head and you know I think one of the challenges with our minds is there's so much going through our heads we don't speak it into reality much and I, I've mentioned this in other podcasts, when you speak it into reality, it definitely does help, gets it out of your head, helps you order it a bit better. And so we're trying to like, we're, we're trying to look at it like I, we're trying to look at how can we, how can we help more people at scale while making money to survive, right? And this is always the challenge. If you've ever tried to look at a small business or anything, it's trying to offer something of value where people go, wow, that was really valuable it was worth the investment, let's do it. So we're, we're kind of in that zone still of finding that happy point for us. What does it look like? Where can we feel like, hey, we've given enough value versus the income? And, you know, it's it's challenging. I think many, many of us with neurodiversities struggle to a point with some level of self-worth or self-value. And it can, you know, in some places it appears more than others, but... I know with this, this this area of helping those with neurodiversities is 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 scary, right? Like I don't want to, you know, I want to make sure what we're doing is really good for people, and we've had good successes, but we're trying to find that happy zone where we can make the right amount of money for the right amount of effort, which can be really tough, you know. What we've, you know, and, and keeping it consistent is challenging. Like it's it's scary. I'm being putting myself vulnerable out here a bit. Because it's like, it's really easy for me to pick up my phone, chuck on a mic and share something that's vulnerable to me. I kind of, I don't mind that actually. That's kind of comforting. But putting together a, a model that, you know, you don't feel, you know, you feel, well, what's the, the thing I'm really asking is you don't feel guilty about charging people to help them overcome, you know, you know, their challenges, right? You know, and it's a really scary thing. It's really challenging because like it's, you know, I think we've all had support, which we've paid for. That's been, you know, crap. 
you know, let's be honest, that's the word I'd say, you know, be it anything. And we're in the zone of going, hey, how can we help people at an affordable rate in a time where the world is so crazily expensive? You know, how can we create that, that kind of, that kind of thing? So that's something we're really working on at the moment. How can we do something at scale that's affordable, um, but also people go, wow, that was epically valuable. You know, my brain is going, you know, I'm very good in the business entrepreneurial field. I really enjoy that. How can I bring that into neurodiversity? Could I find enough entrepreneurial leaders in the dyslexia neurodiversity space that go, wow, this is what I need. I know I want someone who understands my brain um, and I want to do some coaching with them to help me grow my business or fix systems. I'm doing some tests in that at the moment, which has been great. But it's, um, you know, and, and people, you know, you know, it's a weird world. People are willing to spend money on themselves if they think it will make them money. This is what we've learned. You know, this is just me talking clearly. And so, like, it's sometimes easier to sell a business service than it is to sell direct to, to people. And I think that's challenging for this whole mental health industry, right? It's real taxing. And so that's what's going through my mind, you know. And I think, you know, whether you take that directly and go, hmm, I'm an entrepreneur, I should get in touch, or whether you're thinking, okay, that's how my brain works as well, where you overthink things a million times. Um, and the challenge can be sometimes is you then put it into reality and go, oh my gosh, that wasn't right. I didn't really think about that correctly. So this, this challenge of under and overthinking <laughs> seems to be like the conundrum, right? And so, yeah, I just wanted to share that. I wanted to get that out of my mind. I wanted to say, hey, if you've got an idea of what you'd say, hey, I, if you've seen a model out there that you go, you guys would be great at this, feel free to share it with us. You know, you know, if you email, if you email us, where it's through our truthaboutdyslexia.com website, or you can send us a message on our Facebook page. Happy to listen to thoughts. If you've got a model that works in in this area that we could help with, you know, we're just looking for something that can help a lot more people you know we know that you know it's great to have 600,000 downloads it's more than I ever thought imagined and I'm really happy with it it's not about going mad but we know there are millions of people that could do with the support and how we do that I'm not sure I'm not sure maybe I'm just too close to what we're doing so that's me just being deadly honest good old update cast you know a couple of things hopefully that's been interesting <laughs> about what's going through my brain um, the dyslexic mind is always going a million places. And uh, just again, thank everyone for their support. Thank you for sharing the podcast. And thank you for, you know, choosing to support yourself by actually listening and learning from people just like you. Have an epic rest of your day.